Blog Talk Radio. Checking in with your smoking nephew, Blazing Rye, aka Ryan Holmes, aka that douchebag you hear on Thursday nights. And I would like to welcome the Sade to my batter and wah, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Mr. Jonathan, how are you, man? Good, man. How you doing, man? Hey! Like Walter, like Walter. down in abuse for me. Our love is no other. <laughs> hey, hey, all over you, all over, all over me. me. Got the dishes, the rails, washing dishes, um, and rails. Lay me down. Lay me down, 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 all over you, all over me, all over me, like we haven't done this in like a year it feels like we haven't done this in a century it feels like yeah it feels like such a long time ago it's craziness what's going on i don't know but what have you been up to in the last uh in the last year or so or week or whatever it's oh been oh my gosh well i uh i got married i have kids now oh what are, uh, what, you know what's, what's your what's your kid what are your kids names seth and <laughs> And Regan. Regan? <laughs> that reminds me that reminds me of one time when I worked at a law firm, this the um this kid was talking to the surrogates court on the phone. He was another paralegal and uh and he was saying somebody's name and <laughs> and he was like uh R as in Reynolds <laughs> <laughs> and I just like I turned around and and said to and oh and my colleague Ryan Willoughby goes Reynolds and I was just dying cracking up R is in Reynolds <laughs> who says that R is in anything but Reynolds <laughs> yeah you say Ryan or real or you don't say Reynolds or Robert or 
It's not not even Reynolds plural, just Reynolds. <laughs> it's terrible. It's like Jeeves or J, I guess. I, I don't know. It's terrible. <laughs> hey, what's am I echoing over by you or do I sound no, normal? No. All right. I All right. I just want to make sure that this mic is not set on the wrong thing. All right. Looks like it's set on the right thing. Um <laughs> Okay, so uh, what's your wife's name then? You have Seth, Regan, and what's your wife's name? Jesse. Okay, Jesse, what's your last name? Spano. I, I thought you were going to say Katsopolis, but same era, so. Um, but, but so we haven't done this show in about, I don't know, two, three weeks or something. Um have you what have you been doing and what are you about to do this weekend? Oh my gosh, what have I been doing? Uh uh not much. This week this past week was a laid back one. I was with my buddies. Uh we uh saw a couple of movies with the family. I did these did, did two movies. Uh saw The Revenant and I saw what uh, your favorite movie, The Thirteen Hours, your boys. And uh this weekend what am I doing? Oh, this is a this is not only back with you because because of the snow. So I'll probably see my friends Saturday, and uh, that's about it, I think. And uh, hopefully, there's a snow like crazy. And uh, uh, I had a plan to go to New Jersey, but I, because of all the snow, I I canceled that. So that probably was a good idea. Were you gonna go and and see your grandmother there? Uh, no, I was gonna hang out with my buddy, oh, know, okay. Indian friends, and. Uh, Oh, Richard we, we have a, Yes, exactly. How do you... Wow, you have your memory. And uh, we yes, just have it all I day yesterday. We just, we just go nuts. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, th- th- this um, this weekend, it's supposed to, what, blizzard? Like, there's it's it's Hurricane Nick Jonas or something tomorrow? Yeah, Nick Jonas is coming, yes. They said, like, two feet of snow, at least in D.C. They had no idea, uh, I, don't, I don't know why, about New York or Boston... And I had no idea what the uh, forecast is for that. So, uh, but DC's gonna be a slant, apparently. Listen, bro, I wouldn't mind if Nick Jonas snowed all over me. If you know what I'm trying. To... <laughs> <laughs> or Joe, for that matter. Kevin, Kevin is no good. He is gross. Kevin, no good. Kevin Jonas is no good. Um, but you know what, weeks. Uh, I sincerely hope that when you find yourself, you'll be severely disappointed. <laughs> I'm already disappointed. So I'm going to even be more disappointed? Oh, my God. I don't know. I just heard that today and had to try it on somebody. Um, <laughs> so uh, um, I was taking the train. Uh, how was The Revenant, by the way? Was it good? Good movie. Good movie. Extremely violent and... Uh, Kind of good. gory, but uh, good movie. Uh, Tom Hardy's yeah. incredible in it, and uh, you know, DiCaprio's pretty good, and uh, the scenery's amazing. I, it's the first movie. I, I don't know what was wrong with me, but I actually said, wow, uh, out loud <laughs> in the movie theater, and like a bunch of people turned around and were like, what the hell's wrong with you? I, I had no intention of doing that or trying to be funny. The movie's just, you know, I was amazed at one scene. It was just like, I was like, wow. <laughs> it was, and it wasn't at the end of the movie it was in the middle of the movie yeah it was like in the middle of the movie at the most silent parts uh, <laughs> and they're just showing you like scenery and 
because they do amazing camera work in the movie, and uh, I, was, I literally went, wow. And my brother turned to me and was like, what, what the hell's wrong with <laughs> it sounds like from your reviews of The Revenant and Birdman that Alejandro Iñárritu is your new favorite director. You know what? I have to say he's amazing. He's very good at what he does. And, uh, you know, the movie's not smothering in, uh, you know, lessons or messages. And it's, it's and that's what I like about it. I think it's good. It's just, uh, you know, it's a good movie. It's laid back, uh, but it's intense, too. Uh, you just violent. said it's extremely violent and gory, but it's laid back. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like it's not suffocating in terms of its message, and uh, I, I, that's why I think he's so good. He's very subtle, but he's got yeah. you know behind it. If you look at it, there is a meaning to things in, the, in his movies, and I think he's great. Yeah, I think he's very good. And I, it's a Tom Hardy. It's really amazing. I don't think we are not careful as as good as, as everybody made it out to be. I think Tom Hardy is amazing. Wait, you mean what the movie? And the movie, I think uh, Leo. Oh, you know, DiCaprio. Big deal. Yeah. yeah, I think they made a big deal about him, you know, deserving an award. I don't know. I don't think so. I think Tom Hardy was a little bit better. But listen, I heard that Tom Hardy, no matter what role he's doing, every every role he does, he sounds like Bane now. Is that true? That's very true, actually. He sounds <laughs> like Bane from Texas in this movie. <laughs> it's, it's very humorous. It sounds just like Bane we're from Texas with like a catfish in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Howdy there, partners. I'm going to like <laughs> You know what? He sounds kinda of like that. Only more muffled it. Uh you know, you can't even understand him even more. Did you see the drop where he tried to do a Brooklyn accent? Because that was pretty terrible. Uh drop. Um, was that the one with um, James Gandolfini? Yeah, R.I.P. Yes, actually, that was a good movie. Yeah, good movie. I was movie. surprised at that movie. That accent, yeah. That yeah. accent was terrible. I mean, it was like this, <laughs> he was trying to play a Polish guy, right? And uh, it was awful. But uh, <laughs> I, I, was, I was surprised by the movie. It was actually not too bad. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I liked the drop. I liked the movie, but the uh, but but the, it was it was hard to watch him act with that terrible accent. But it's also hard to <laughs> it's hard to watch him act as Bane in every every one of these movies now too. Because that voice, that Bane voice, is so cartoonish. It was like that. I think that's the only thing that really threw me off of that Dark Knight trilogy was that that for a villain, it was like for a villain in such a, a, a Gotham, you know, realistic environment, it was. Uh, just threw me off, you know. It was a little uh, unbelievable. Yeah, I, I, I do agree to that extent. Um, they should have had more. Should have had more realistic Bane. Yeah, he was a little strange Bane. Bane. They, they should have had Gilbert Gottfried play Bane, man. I think Gilbert Gottfried would have made an incredible Bane, and Bobcat should have been Batman. I think it would have been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> It would have been, it would have been like, um, like, uh, uh, <laughs> Gotham City, I am its reckoning. John Weeks, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I think, I think Gotham would be amazing as the Joker. Conan O'Brien, great as the Riddler. Yeah. And Bobcat as Batman. Well, wasn't there? There was a rumor years ago that Conan was going to play either uh, the Riddler or Joker. I think he would have been phenomenal. Don't you think he would have been amazing? 
Yeah, he would okay. because you you know that he would have taken it very seriously because he you know no one would expect him to be good and he would be probably be fantastic. Yeah, exactly. How come they didn't put him in the Suicide Squad instead of Jared Leto? Leto I was, or whatever that is. I was just thinking that. I was just thinking that, my friend. <laughs> uh, and out of all actors who are going to wind up killing themselves or, or like, you know, whatever, it, it, Jared Leto was right at the top of that list. Uh, oh, definitely. Uh, definitely. <laughs> like, didn't we tell <laughs> that joke one time during the jack-off where, where you said um, uh, <laughs> Jared Leto said that uh, Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger would be proud of his work as the Joker and he looks forward to living out the last few months of his life. That's not nice. <laughs> Great joke, though. Great joke. I, I mean, there are some gems of, of jokes in, that you have in there. I mean, they're pretty good. Every now and then. Every now and then there's like a... I always want to, like, put together some sort of a joke-off episode where it's only joke-offs or where it's like a, like a highlight reel. But the thing about it is, is it's like one good joke every four months. So it's really hard to find. It's hard to go back and find them. Why don't we have an hour-long joke-off at some point? Listen, bro, I think tonight's show needs to go at least five hours. I mean, I'm down. Easy. I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> um, uh, excuse me. So I was on the um, – oh, oh, and then what about the uh, – what's it call it? The 13th hour or whatever, the 13th hour. <laughs> what, why, why is that my boys? Because it's uh, – is it – Political or or what's what's the deal? Yeah, it is. It, it, it's political. It's about the whole. It's about Michael, Michael Bay and uh, it's about the whole Benghazi thing and. Uh, um. Yeah, it was it was actually pretty good. It was for an action film. It was great. Uh, there was not that much Bay uh, influence in the movie, surprisingly. So it wasn't like uh, terrible, super ridiculous action and corniness. Yeah. And uh, actually, it wasn't as political as I was thinking it would be. Um, They never mentioned Obama or Hillary at all, and uh, Mm -hmm. I I was surprised. It was actually really great, and uh, it's it's really left to the viewer to make their own decisions, so I think it was actually a really fair movie. How was John Krasinski? Uh, He was believable, actually. I didn't think he would be believable at all as a, uh, you know, as a warrior, basically, as a, a Marine. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was believable enough that uh, he, you know, he contributed the movie well, and actually, he was pretty good. He's one of those. He's one of those. He's the, the only because when the first couple seasons of The Office, or the first season at least, he was not very physically attractive, but he his his confidence and his voice made him very attractive, and then he kind of grew into actually being physically attractive as well. But uh, but but he's, you know that's. As long that just shows you, as long as you're confident and have a good mm-hmm. voice on you, then you can mm-hmm. appear very attractive even when you're not, and then even turn yourself into an attractive person. That's very true. I mean, that's that's a great point. Confidence <laughs> is a huge issue, and uh, well, I agree with that. You know, as long as the, the other things come along, you'll you'll hit it out of the park. Yeah, but he's good at it. He's actually believable because he's. I always thought he was like very. He's tall, but he's very skinny. Almost he would make like a great Peter Parker, like this nerdy guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know he built himself up. He's big now, and uh, in the movies he's actually pretty believable. Well, that's the problem with. Um, I mean, I don't think John. I think he would be a terrible Peter Parker. But that was the problem with um, <laughs> uh, Andrew Garfield was that he's too smooth to be Peter Parker. You right. know, he's just too cool. 
Right, right, exactly. Yes, I agree with that. I think they should have found Tobey Maguire was perfect, but uh, perfect. Yes, I don't know who you who replace him with, really. Well, now there's another one because it's happening all over again. How many goddamn Spider-Mans do we need in the same you know 15-year period? It's absurd. Exactly. We should wait 15 years and then make a new one. I mean, it doesn't have to be right after the year after and make a new Spider-Man. What the hell's going on here? Yeah, I mean, for fucking Batman, the the they waited from 1966 to 1989, <laughs> and then they waited again from 1989 to what 2003 or four or five or something somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah, they should do that. Yeah, now they're now they're going out of control with Batman with you know Ben uh, Affleck and Batman versus Superman. They oh, should, yeah. you know, come on, make some new characters up. What's what's going on? The thing is, there's really not, you know, there's not going to be. It's interesting that you bring that up because it, it seems like there's not going to be another great superhero because it's we're yeah. all used to the same ones. It's just, it's going to stay the same. The Batman, Superman, Spider Man, The Flash, uh, right. Iron Man. It's all, you know, it, these are all well established characters already. It's not like there's been anybody new coming out, has there? No, I don't think so. I, I will say this. I saw the uh I saw Ant Man with Paul Rudd and Michael Douglas yes. uh, a couple weeks ago. Yes. I you know, and I saw Star Wars. And I have yes. to say, I know they're totally unrelated. Ant Man was great. I loved it. <laughs> I liked it more than Revenant and I, I enjoyed it more than thirteen hours. I don't know what it was. Ant Man was great. <laughs> what about I know it's where, like a, <laughs> where does Star where does Star Wars fit into that? It, it really doesn't fit in with it. I, I, I'm just comparing it because the, all the hype in Star Wars got and, uh, you know, how everybody, you know, said it was amazing and everything like that. I enjoyed Ant-Man much more. I'm telling you, you okay. got to watch it. It's great. It's a fun I did. movie. It's a fun I movie. Did. Yeah. You did? I watched it. I did. I, I rented what, it on, what'd you uh, say? What'd you say? on Amazon. I watched it on my Hoodrat TV. I rented it on Amazon, uh, and... Um, and yeah, I thought it was very good. I think Paul Rudd's a great choice for a for a. I always prefer when my action stars are funny. You know, that's why I always preferred. Yes. I preferred Mel Gibson to Tom Cruise, or um, I preferred Bruce Willis right. to Tom Cruise, and basically anybody over Tom Cruise because Tom Cruise is not fucking funny. <laughs> He's just not funny. Arnold Schwarzenegger over Tom Cruise. Anybody over Tom Cruise, really. But especially like what? Bruce Willis. No, I, Mel Gibson I agree. Even uh, Michael Keaton as Batman, you know? He was fucking funny. I, I like that. You know what I mean? No, I, I agree with that. There's got to be some levity in it. And uh, I, I agree. I, th- I think Paul Rudd was amazing. I thought it was a great film. I was yeah. impressed. And I thought Michael Douglas was fantastic, even though all I could think of was him uh, uh, eating out Catherine Zeta-Jones' pussy. Yeah, me too. I was thinking about that as well. Uh, but he was great. <laughs> And yeah. uh, I don't even know who the girl was, but she was going to be Evangeline Lilly or whatever her name is. Oh, Evangeline Lilly. Yeah. Yes. And uh, the bad guy was good, too. Who was the bad guy again? Was it uh, Rod Rod Stewart? I think, it was, I think it was Rod Stewart. Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> he had a raspy voice. That's all I know. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was either Rod Stewart or um, Janis Joplin. Or Patrick ghost. Stewart. <laughs> One of the Stewarts. Patrick Stewart, were you, uh, the one from Dirty Dancing, Patrick Stewart? Yeah, that one, that one, yes. I've had yes. the time of my life. I've 
and I owe it all to you. <laughs> Star date four fifty four. Today I was on the train coming yeah. home, riding that D, because you know I stay riding that D, and mm-hmm. I was on a train and I'm standing up and I see this lady kind of like asks this guy to get his hand away from her head because she was sitting down oh, and he wow. was standing up and his hand was like his arm or whatever was like way close to her head and then he like wasn't budging and so then she Uh-oh. turns around and again she's like excuse me you're you're hitting my head can you please move your hand and the guy goes he says um he says well can you not move your head so much and then oh. the the lady who's sitting down goes um Next time you hit me, I'm gonna punch you. How about that? And uh, yeah. and and then he doesn't do anything. And then he gets right. off at the next stop, and he goes, "Have a good day." And she goes, "You too. Enjoy." <laughs> and that was the end of it. <laughs> That's such a weird uh, interaction. I, I I don't understand. I don't understand what's going on, especially at the end when these two are supposed to hate each other, and it, it sounds like an actually good conversation. Weird. Maybe maybe they were doing a scene, scene on the subway, and then they just they broke character and said goodbye. I don't know. It was very odd. I think that was great. I think uh, you know it's it's funny. A lot of tension, and then all of a sudden it's uh, it's all good at the end. You know. What do you? Yeah, it was very, very odd. What do you call um I'm sorry, go ahead. I like those New York values, huh? How about that, huh? <laughs> New York values. I can't keep track anymore. Who's who's Ted Ted Cruz said that? Yeah, Ted Cruz. And he says say something about uh New York values and how they're not good and uh, you know, representative of the uh, rest of the nation and you know, New York's basically a cesspool. <laughs> What do you um what do you think about uh Jason and uh Devram going around and uh getting all this attention for heckling uh Trump and Cruz? I saw it, I thought it was very funny. It was uh it was very funny. I think it was all in good good taste and uh I can't believe he got on tape. I mean that's amazing. I mean who who who, who can do, do that? I mean he's gonna go down to history in the history books of people who've been kicked out of Trump rallies and uh I thought he was—he wasn't too bad. He wasn't that rambunctious. I—I th- I don't know no. why they kicked he, him out, but I thought it was very funny. I thought he did a good job. Yeah, and and then did you see the one? Did you see the one where they um, barged in on the cruise rally as well? No, I didn't see that. Are you serious? You went to cruise too? <laughs> yeah, and what I'm wondering is. Both of them got right up on stage, right next to Ted Cruz, and I'm I'm just wondering, like, isn't this guy running for president of the United States? Shouldn't he have some protection around him? Um, uh, but, that's uh, that's a good point, actually. I, uh, what happened? Uh, did Ted Cruz say anything or no? Yeah. So what happened was, it's at like this big gun gun owner rally in New Hampshire or some shit, and uh, you know, for all the ammo sexuals. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And uh, the, and so, um, this, by the way, this is uh, my friend uh, Jason Selvig and Devram, whatever his last name is, Stifer or Sy- something. But you can go to thegoodliars.com and see this footage. Um, also, it was on Huffington Post and all, you know, everything. So um, they go up to, uh, so 
at the beginning of the rally, like, DeVram is just standing up on stage with Ted Cruz. <laughs> and Ted, Ted Cruz <laughs> is, like, looking at him and smiling, like, as if he's, like, his campaign manager or something. <laughs> and, and then DeVram just goes, and you can hear him through Ted Cruz's microphone. And he goes, hey, everybody, hey. And he's walking there with a, a clipboard and pen. And he goes, what, um... What was what's so why is it so sad and weird? Like, why is everything here so sad and weird? Why would you guys come here? Because, you know, guns, guns kill people. And it's just very it's a weird place to be. Right. Why? Why are you guys here? And it was so funny. And then Ted Cruz was like, oh, I, th- I think, OK, you, you can be in the audience, but you're not you're not part of this group. So he actually was willing to let him stay. Um but then uh, he wound up like getting kicked out, and then Jason got up on stage, and they were like, "Oh no, we got another one!" And Ted Cruz is like, "The Bernistas are out in force tonight. The Bernistas are out in force." And uh, and he kept laughing like, <laughs> like he would be a good, uh, he would good. I mean, not that the penguin laughed like this, but he would be a good penguin, you know? <laughs> he kind of looks like it in a way. He looks exactly like it. Exactly. Yeah, like he it. does. He yeah. does. Yeah, so so then they got kicked out of that rally too, and I guess they're going to Iowa uh, this week coming or something too. So and yeah, they weren't doing anything too crazy at the Trump rally. They, they were just saying that it was getting a little boring, you know. But they were all, <laughs> but they were all for him. Like they were all, you know, they acted in any way that they were all for Trump. Like we love you, Donald, and build that wall, and Mexico's gonna pay for it, and just saying all the racist <laughs> bullshit that is uh, people believe in, and um. And and then and then they got kicked out because Jason said this this is boring. Tell some jokes. <laughs> if you started talking about like Mets or something like that, it was very funny. It was like, this is boring. <laughs> <laughs> Check him out, thegoodliars.com. dot com, and uh, they're I like on the. I though because they they didn't take it too far, and uh, it, it was all in good humor. I thought it was very funny. I thought it was it was it was great. You know. It was also courageous comedy. You know, you don't have enough. Of it. it was very courageous comedy. Right, right. Because I worry about it sometimes. I worry, you know, especially at a gun rally. You know, you never know yeah. what's going to happen, or you know, you never know. It's one person, or all it takes is one person to get really mad and yeah, uh, do something. You never know. You know. I got lunch with him the Friday before he went to New Hampshire, having no idea that it would they they would wind up all over the news. But um, when right. he said he was going up there and they were filming and stuff, I said, uh, uh, and then I said, um, be careful. Uh, those people are crazy. And Jason said, the, yeah, the whole, oh yeah, he said yeah. the whole thing is crazy. So the whole, you know, so and that's what they do. They basically satirize the whole the whole deal. Um, right. So. Speaking of um, offensive uh, uh, things, the what do you call uh, like a, a person who um, is like shorter than four foot six or whatever? Oh, you're talking about you're talking about a dwarf, a midget. <laughs> right. So I, see, I don't think that those are politically correct anymore, and uh, I don't know if I, <laughs> little people, little people. Right, little people. And I don't know if I've told you this or not, but I, I, I listened to Gilbert Gottfried's podcast. Have I told you that? Yes, of course. Great, okay. great podcast. Yeah, the and, they're, and they're talking um, to this guy who played Uncle Junior on uh, The Sopranos. Are you familiar? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I am okay. familiar, yes. 
Dominic Chianese or Chinese or something. <laughs> he's Italian, so it can't be Chinese, but it looks like it's Chinese, Chinese or something. Um, but he, li- listen to what when they talk about Billy Barty. Billy Barty, by the okay. way, is a, is a little person who wound up beating Gilbert Gottfried out for a role in a Mel Brooks movie one time. But uh, <laughs> here you go. So I'm on the set now, and I'm watching the director <laughs> scream at everybody. He's screaming at all the people, all the extras and everything. That's how he got his thing done, you know? So now I'm in a room now with me, the midget, and Sophia Lillian. <laughs> and the director. Now, right? And there's a photographer, just like Darren is right here with a picture. Yep, just so like right, Darren is Darren right here. Is now, I don't think that he got the memo that that is not a term you use anymore. And... What was great about it is uh, Gilbert's co-host, Frank, is always the straight man and stuff. And that's like the first time I've ever heard him really like just lose it. He like dies laughing (laughs) when he says that. And then not only does he say it, but then then he he says it again. Let me make sure this is, I don't know if this is the right clip. Let's try it. And (laughs) Sophia Loren's in the room and Billy, and and, and, so between Sophia Loren and the midget, who the hell is he going to yell at? He's going to yell at Dominic, right? <laughs> there should be one more here. I don't know the, the actual name, the clinical name for a person that's small. That's a, I think they, they just call him little person now. Little person, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Well, he was a midget. sweet. He was a nice guy, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> lots of people we've had to work with him. <laughs> yeah, I auditioned for that horrible Mel Brooks film. Uh-huh. So he's saying. <laughs> So he's saying all this stuff, calling me, and he says, nice guy, by the way. He's a real sweetheart. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You can never go wrong with Gilbert Godfrey. He's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Um, although, when he tweets about the tsunami, you know, things, you might get fired from places. <laughs> Very true, very true. But, John Weeks, do you know what time it is? Oh, my God, it's already the hop? That's the word of Tom Fogarty? Yup, and where the... Oh come on, man, come on. Play the goddamn track, what the fuck? Uh, what is happening? This fucking audio clip is taking forever. What's going on, man? See, when I pick up on Fogarty, it's going to start playing. This is a nightmare. It's like oh, to you and I suddenly went and I (laughs) fucked up your sound system (laughs) long enough for me to finish twinkling oh Oh. it was ooh twinkling could mean a a multitude of things well I did it all I just (laughs) twinkled my little nose like Samantha and you were going oh shit where's the music (laughs) 
<laughs> Suddenly I sound Perfect. like Phyllis Diller. Ah. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Ah. So, T- Tom Fogarty, I feel like it's been like a year since we've all been together. What's yeah. going on with you? Oh, a little of this and a little of that. <laughs> That's a great story. Um, yeah. And and uh, what what are you doing right now? Uh, talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> Who have you got for You got us that one right, Tommy boy. For the Hot Mess Awards. Okay. My first hot mess is this little faux feud that seems to suddenly be going on now between Martha Stewart and Wendy Williams. Ooh. You heard about this? No. No. I guess Martha was on Wendy's show the other day, and she was sort of like shady the entire time, and then they came to find out the real reason. Wendy is in the same studio that Martha once had. Martha came in and apparently didn't like the color, didn't like the rearrangement, didn't like this, didn't like that, and got a little like uptight with Wendy over it. Oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah, get over it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you Martha's Martha. the one who did. She's the one who wound up in the slammer. Yep. That's yeah, right. she could have cut a bitch with a knitting needle. Right <laughs> <laughs> after she made carbs for her chickens. Isn't Martha Stewart <laughs> doing that Mousy's new uh, single weeks? Yeah, she's on it. She's even co-produced some of the albums, so uh, it's mm. it's going to be really what? good. To get, she yeah, decorated good. the album. She's, she's, she's in the music. <laughs> yeah, say what? Yeah, she's she's great. She's not only good at design, but she's you know, great at music as well. Mostly huh. talented. Wow. What kind of music is Martha Stewart producing? It's music to draw... Oh, shit. Damn. New teeth, and they look real good in the catalog. Hang on a second. Hmm. It's music to blow dry your chickens by. <laughs> <laughs> and who is your second hot mess, sire? My second hot mess has got to be all these bitches that are coming after Amy Schumer, like they created feminist humor. Ooh. Have you heard this? No. No. It's like apparently, who was the first one? Tammy Pascatori apparently Ooh. like took issue with saying that she verbatimly lifted one of her jokes, and then somebody else came out of the woodwork from her joke back in 1990, and then somebody else came out of her joke, and it's like, really? Wow. I'm pretty sure there's a whole bunch of women that have like thought the exact same thing about men, sex, and getting ahead. Yeah. <laughs> in a male-dominated world. There's only like, you know, ten fucking jokes, and yeah, you pretty right. much are recycling them after that. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, but all these, like, like, all up in her. And she's, like, saying, okay, bitches, you know, next season for my Amy show, I'll just do a lie detector test to have it as one of the segments. (laughs) Ooh. She's like, I never fucking stole anything. She says, yeah, like, I sat on that joke for 15 years and turned it into my hit movie. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, they're very similar, but for the most part, I mean, any female comics, after after what you just said, Phyllis Diller, mm-hmm. uh, Joan Rivers, Page, mm-hmm. who was the Chitlin Circuit, Ooh. and Joan Mom Rivers, Mabley. 
pretty much mom's Mabley. Yeah, I mean after after those four, pretty much every every woman has stolen. If you want to look mm-hmm. at it that way. <laughs> they all, um, you know, they all uncovered the truths of women and men and the the war of the sexes and right. After that, it's pretty much it. It's all the it's same, like, mate. It's like uh, what's it call it? And you know, if if she doesn't have these haters come, I mean, that's the key. That's when you know you've been successful when you have haters coming out of the woodwork like this. Yep, that's true. Yep, yep, yep. And <laughs> even though I thought her latest comedy, her stand-up special, was not funny at all. Yeah, me too. We we Ooh. found it totally lacking. Yeah, whereas her her ex boyfriend's Anthony Jeselnik on Netflix, I thought was hilarious. No good. good. I don't know that. Okay, uh, I recommend it. And who is your final hot mess, sire? My final hot mess is all the crap over the whiter-than-white Oscars. Okay. And it's getting real confusing. You know, it's almost like listening to Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when Stacey Dash came out, sort of like being the Trump for black, the black, Ooh. you know, yeah. perspective. It's like, Really? I'm just not. I'm not getting it. I'm not feeling it. Yeah, I'm very confused by it. who started this in the first place. Uh, the 94% white, 74% male, and average age of 63-year-old body that is the voting folks for the Oscars. Ooh, that's pretty much what started it. And then and you then know, unless Jada- unless it's a movie. You know, Put it this way. If you want to win the documentary award, do something on the Nazis. If you want to get anybody nominated or win an award in the re- in the rest of the competition, you got to have a slave. Ooh. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I think that's a straight out of Compton needed. You know, maybe just a couple slaves like roaming through every time. Ooh. <laughs> and then those old white fuckers might have noticed. Don't, don't you remember that there was one, maybe it was like 10, 12 years ago, there was one Academy Awards that was, I remember people were saying on, I don't know if it was like MySpace at the time or something, people were saying this is like uh, watching the BET Awards because it was the night that Sidney Poitier got the Lifetime Achievement Award, um, Halle Berry won for Monsters Ball, and Denzel Washington won for Training Day. Right. And it was like, wow, wow, this is actually like uh, black people are being recognized by the Oscars. Yeah, 15 uh, years ago. 16 years ago? <laughs> like one fucking night, as you said. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 10 years right. ago. One night, exactly. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Ooh. Also, comedies. Comedies are never, you know, so. I mean, it's so hard to, so much harder to do comedies than dramas, and they're never recognized except for the occasional Melissa McCarthy and Bridesmaids. But I still think that Cedric the Entertainer should have been nominated for Best Supporting Actor for Barbershop. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Well, now, yeah. if they reboot it and make him a slave. <laughs> well, he, he got that Freddie Douglas hair, so I don't know if they could do that or not. Uh, <laughs> are you guys, um, are you lubed up and ready to joke off? Yeah, I've been you know it all day, actually. I don't know what's going on down there. You've been doing Ooh. what all day? I've been kind of greasy all day. I'm not sure what's going on down there. <laughs> all right. It's not the terrarium. Cue the strings and the horns. It was very catchy. 
<laughs> All right. Tom Fogarty, kick us off. Okie doke. A 22-year-old Manchester woman named Shadaya Omar stabbed her 22-year-old Justin Lloyd with her Christian Louboutin stiletto after he argued with her friend <laughs> while waiting for a cab. God damn. You know, I'm into some kinky foot shit, but that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I uh I I neglected to put in that setup that she stabbed him in the eye with the stiletto. Oh man. <laughs> I I she could have taken a nut out and it's still just not an attractive over a fucking car. <laughs> I feel like Gross, it's bro. never attractive if you take someone's nut out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday, presidential candidate Rand Paul wrote on his Facebook, this race should not be about who can grasp the ring. Electing Gollum should not be our objective. To which Gollum replied, but I have grasped the ring, and the ring is huge. I have grasped the ring. (laughs) The ring is huge. (laughs) Oh, my God, that was scary. (laughs) <laughs> it's Gollum, isn't it? Not Gollum. Go- He's Jewish. Gollum. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Got him. Got He's him. Jewish. Got him. Got him. Got him. Got him. Got him. Got him. Yeah. Uh, I got him like Gollum. Elton John is working with Lady Gaga on new music, making the weirdest dressing room ever. He's working with a lot of fucking people on this album. It's pretty cray-cray. Who's fucking people on this album? Uh, there's a shitload of them. I just like heard a list the other day, and I was like, "What?" So mm. what? And they haven't like said, you know, it's a, a duets album, or, but it certainly has that feel to it. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of people. Uh. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I don't think my next my next person though is on there. Iggy Azalea this week announced that she pissed all over herself at the dentist office. <laughs> Oh. Apparently was singing, she was singing, I'm so antsy, I got a pee down my leg. Just had too much coffee at the dentist. Said open wide. I G G Y. I G G Y. Haley Williams announced this week that Paramore is running a new album. But luckily, no one cares. No one. Cricket, no one. <laughs> absolutely not. Care who? Care what? Care shoes? Care shoes. Thanks to publishing company Put Me in the Story, you can now personalize your adult coloring book with your name on it. If you're an idiot. Really? <laughs> really? Put me in the story. I want a color. Okay. It was announced this week that Nick Jonas and Demi Lovato will perform at Victoria's Secret's 2016 swim special. Mm. And I just busted a nut all over the damn place. Ooh. Oh, Jolene, 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 Jolene. I'm begging of you, please don't eat my ham. 
A sacred 80-year-old turtle died in Vietnam this week. Well, what do you expect when you've been hiding behind a shell for 80 damn years, you damn turtle? Oh, that's a very old turtle. It is a very old turtle. You can't live the wrong world. I'm turtle. You got to be an 80 year old. Very, very old. Border Patrol this week sees marijuana that was cleverly disguised as carrots. That's why I kept getting more hungry as I kept eating them goddamn carrots. I've been shitting the orange for three days. <laughs> Mount Sinai emergency physician Dr. David Newman has been barred from seeing patients while police investigates a wo- investigate a woman's accusation that he had ejaculated in her face. In response, oh. in response, Dr. Newman said. I was surprised because the anesthesia didn't usually wear off that quickly. <laughs> this is the best elevator music I ever heard. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Okay, bear with me on this one. 18-year-old California woman, Nakasha James, has been on the run since Monday after she posted her Facebook status, confessing to her boyfriend's murder. In the post, she states, uh, just going to tell you I now before I get caught. We're really, like, we're fighting, and I got got a knife, and I, like, stabbed him. But I didn't think I hurt him. But, you know, I I didn't think I hurt him. But I, I did. He died, and I'm on the run. Fortunately for her, her confession is inadmissible because it's barely fucking coherent. <laughs> you got that right, Tommy Ba. Got that right, Tommy Ba. That's right. And then, she, and then she's, she's running, and she like just like an eighty-year-old turtle. Oh, this is very old, Tetra. That was very similar to your Ben Carson impression. That eighteen-year-old murderer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he should have been a hot mess since he bowed out of the thing, right? And it made almost no news after the first time I read it. Ooh. What happened? He bowed didn't, out of what? Didn't Carson election? bow out like the other day? Didn't he suspend his campaign? Oh, did he? That's what I... I don't think so. All I know is that uh, Stafford died, and I think he suspended it for a day. Yeah. He, he, he stabbed that oh, staff. jerk off. It's going to take the whole goddamn office dying for him to get any sympathy. <laughs> Commuter train workers in Berkeley, California, found a severed train track Monday at 3 a.m. You know, I'm into some kinky foot shit, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> 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 and speaking of ridiculous and your dick in Ooh. the American Pie singer... <laughs> Don McLean was arrested Monday morning for domestic violence. Don promised his wife he'd lay off the whiskey and rye and <laughs> said he didn't really mean that this would be the day 
that she died. <laughs> oh, this, the day that I, she was singing bye bye Miss American Pie. Oh, my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. The boys are drinking whiskey and rye, and then they come home and crack my eye. Ooh, and call it American Pie. I started ducking. Yes, I duck. I duck her from the order oh, very ancient to touch her. You remember that turtle that thought it was a corn muffin? Ooh, Chad, remember that time? Remember that time that damn turtle thought it was a carrot muffin? <laughs> and he went to the bakery, and the turtle went to the bakery and saw their corn muffins, and he was like, Ma, Pa. But he was his only because he was a high from all the carrots <laughs> that were masquerading as marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> and he was uh, And then Nipsey Russell walked into the bakery and said, I like a corn muffin, please. And then she gave him a turtle. And he goes, This is a turtle. I asked for a corn muffin. This is a turtle. And then he says, so the moral of this story is don't buy your baked goods from a stupid bitch. Gross, bro. I don't care. I'm telling you. <laughs> There's clouds of carrots and orange behind me. Tom Fogarty, thank you so much. Has it been worth the wait? Oh, oh my goodness, yes. But I hope we never have to wait this long again. It's been far me too long. Too. Yeah. That's right. Okay, love you, boys. Love, love you, Tommy boy. Cow bellies. Good night, Good wizard. Cow bellies, and don't go eating no turtle soup. Because <laughs> it could be a very, very old. It could be a very old soup. If the turtle was a years or older. Okay, that was Tommy. Bye, bye. <laughs> oh, my God. Bye, Tommy boy. He's American pie. Um, I like that joke. That was a great joke. <laughs> well, th- the thing about it is, did you notice in the stage directions I put for him to sing the entire song, American Pie? Oh, I did see that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so he didn't do that. But I really, if he started the beginning and the song lasted all like 9 to 11 minutes, whatever it is, I would have laughed so hard. <laughs> That would have been amazing, yes. Uh, he, he, but that joke, I have to say, that joke is a, is a 10 out of 10. Great joke. I, I mean, not really. The only thing that was good about it is if he sang the song the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm on the set now, and I'm watching the director <laughs> scream at everybody. He's he screaming at all the people, all the extras and everything. That's how he got his thing done, you know? So now I'm in a room now with me, the midget, and Sophia Lillian. <laughs> and the director. Now, right? And there's a photographer, just like Darren is right here with a picture. Yeah, just so like right Darren is right here. 
<laughs> and <laughs> Sophia Loren's in the room, and Billy, the, and, and you know, so between Sophia Loren and the midget, you know, who's gonna, who, the hell is he, who the hell is he going to yell at? He's going to yell at. He's going to yell at Dominic, right? <laughs> I don't know the actual name, the clinical name for a person that's small. I think they just Midget. call him little persons now. Little persons, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Well, he was a sweet, he was a nice guy, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> lots of people we've had to work with him. <laughs> yeah, I auditioned for that horrible Mel Brooks film. Uh-huh. Uh, it's uh, you know, there was another time when um that guy. Uh, went on Gilbert Gottfried's podcast. That that Hollywood historian uh, Steve something. I think he went on Gilbert's podcast, and he's like a big. He's really into Wizard of Oz or whatever. So he and then he says, he says, and that's when I got into midgets. And Gilbert just cracks up hysterically. He just thinks it's so funny. Um, but apparently that guy, he like, you know, he's good friends with the the last living uh, Munchkin. Um, who, really. Uh, yeah, what's the what's that guy's name? The last living Munchkin. Last living Munchkin. Let me see. I don't even know. I think it's like uh, oh Jerry Marin. Jerry Marin is the last living Munchkin, and it came oh. down just between him and uh, Ruth Robinson Duccini. She really. And this guy told Gilbert this story about how they like he was involved in organizing a meeting between the two of these Munchkins. Um, and uh, and then <laughs> it's just that he was involved in organizing a meeting between the two. Munchkins. A meeting of the Munchkins. A meeting of the Munchkins, and um, and then they they met up and and he says to her, Ruth, I don't want to be the last one. I don't want to be the last. And then he, and now he's the last one. He's still alive. He's, uh, God, he must be ancient, huh? He's born in 1920. So what? Oh my gosh! Jesus, what is that? Ninety? He's ninety fucking five. Holy shit. 95, wow. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, oh. 1995, what's your favorite scene in She's the Main Man Feature Main of Bane's Main? It's got to be when the Main of Bane's plays this uh, CIA detective. And uh, she's amazing in it. And it, I found her in, a, in Redbox. You know, he's, he's playing opposite Nicolas Cage. Incredible. <laughs> of course. Incredible every, scene. Every Redbox movie is with Nicolas Cage. Yeah. And you know what? This time I actually rented it. And it had Amanda Baines in it playing Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and what, what's the what's the name of the movie after the colon? Uh, it's, it's The Dying of the Light. <laughs> okay. I don't know why I did it, but I went and I got it. I just felt so bad. Every single time I go to the Red Box, they've got a movie there. I always, uh, you know, pass through it. I had to get it this time. I thought you always rented the Nick Cage movies. I thought you got all of them. I, don't I, you have a collection? I used to, but there's, like, so many now. There's, like, literally one every week. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Remember the guy on the review on the back of that Blu-ray was the guy from... <laughs> he was like, an exhilarating thrill ride signed Rob Hillbilly from Duck Dynasty, whatever the fuck his name is. And then you were like, who's going to be next, Honey Boo Boo? Reviewing the Nicholas <laughs> Oh my God, that's amazing. That's, that's amazing. All right, so this is, this is the scene. And she's great. She's delivering a great speech in front of these new cadets in the uh, CIA. 
or these new rookies. Every year at this time, it is my pleasure and honor, really, to introduce former Deputy Station Chief, Beirut Chief of Staff, Kabul, holder of the Donovan Award, the Distinguished Intelligence Medal, and the only living recipient of the Intelligence Star, Evan Lake. Evan, what the hell are you doing here? (laughs) Haven't you heard? The CIA fell from the Berlin Wall, and all the president's men can't put it back together again. It's broken. Not reliable. Not trustworthy. Can't stand up to the damn White House. Backstabbers. Watching porn. Tapping phones. Best and the brightest. They either quit or they retired a long time ago. What in the name of Jesus Christ, nailed to the cross, are you the hell doing here? Because you heard the call. That's why. Your future spread out before you, like a cruise ship buffet. You were teaching in a classroom, working in a kitchen, training in a gym, and you heard the call. For some, it was a venture. For some, mystique. For all, it was 9-11, and you heard the call. And it was the call of duty and love of country. Why? Because you have values. And that's my favorite scene, and she's the main main figure made of Bane's main. Very well done. Very well done. But thank you, who, thank you. Who wrote that? That is horrible writing, no? It is. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I think uh, I think the Duck Dynasty guy produced this film. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be. Him and Martha Stewart produced. She did the soundtrack. <laughs> While she was in jail. <laughs> Yeah, what's his name? Bill Robertson from. Let me yeah, look I think up. It's Bill Robertson, you're right. How the hell do you know that? Yeah, Bill. No, Phil. It, no, it's yeah, Bill I, Robertson. But I think it was one of his sons. I don't think it was even the main duck guy. I think it was one of his. <laughs> I think it was Willie Robertson or something. So let's just say Willie Robertson. Right. I think it was Willie. He produced it. Mar- Martha Stewart was did the score. And soundtrack from jail. What's your favorite scene? She's the main man for Jermaine Banks. My favorite scene is she's the main man for Jermaine Banks. Is when she plays a guy named Kumar, um, and she says, uh, "She's let me just. Uh, I'm going to take a sip here, so I don't uh, hold on." Mm, 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 mm. Um, so. Mm. Remember that lady on that bus? I remember when I was in Syracuse and I was going to get the new Britney Spears CD at the time. I took the city bus to the Carousel Mall. And as I'm on the bus going back from there, this lady on the bus keeps going, Hmm? Mm-mm. I just got here. 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 Mm-mm. I just <laughs> and she said that the whole bus ride home. And I turned to the girl, this strange girl next to me, and I said, I I would think whoever she's talking to knows she's there by now. And the girl just like just laughed, but she kept she was eating a bag of chips, and she kept going, hmm, mm, I just got here. Mm-mm. <laughs> I just got here. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that lady, huh? Uh, that's amazing. I would have, I would have started taking it too with her, actually. 
I just got here. I, I would have thought you were with her, actually. I would have loved to see her reaction. I think it would have been hilarious. No, no, you didn't. I would have said, that. no, you didn't. <laughs> no, that would have not been a good thing, I don't think, if you said that. I don't. I wouldn't get into an altercation with the I got here lady. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I just got here. <laughs> you, you somehow have made it sound much more racist than... <laughs> I'm sorry. It sounds like something you write on a tombstone. <laughs> I just got here. Why would you ever write that on a tombstone? I have no idea, but I think it, it would be funny. <laughs> hey, hey, did you see? Did you see the Hateful Eight? No, I have not. I heard. I heard it was okay. Uh, yeah, don't don't bother. So my well, favorite scene. What happened? Oh, it's just super boring. <laughs> it's fucking boring. Really? Was that, it was bad. It's just re- it's not bad because it's like way better than most movies, but it's 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 not it's very boring. Oh wow! Yeah, it's my friend really... who's a huge what Tarantino fan. Yeah, he's a huge Tarantino fan. He said it wasn't good. I he love like Tar- it. Yeah, love Tarantino. That movie, it's it's not bad, but it is what? boring. I'm sure it's better oh. than Dirty Grandpa. Or whatever, but it's very boring. Um, and uh, Kurt Russell is not—he's no good. He's not good in the movie. So, oh my uh, gosh, he's not good. He's not good. I don't know. You know he's not good in the movie. Not saying he's not good all the time, but you know, maybe I don't know. I don't know what the fuck else I've ever seen with him in it. Uh, can you think of anything you've seen with Kurt Russell? I can't think of a single thing I've seen with him in it. You know, I, I can think of movies, but I can't think of what the hell they were. You know, Poseidon? I think something in Poseidon? Was Poseidon. Was it stupid, like, Poseidon? <laughs> was, was he in that, uh, I don't know what else he was. He was in some Escape movie. Escape from Cody L.A. Or something? Oh, yeah, Escape from L.A. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then uh, he did that, like, crappy, you know, Robert Rodriguez film. Uh, where he's like driving cars and chicks are trying to kill him and stuff like no, that. I don't know what the hell that. Was. No, no, that was Patrick Swayze. Oh, that was Patrick Swayze. Yeah, they they're easily confusable, but that was Swayze, bro. Yeah, they that are. was. Uh... I, I, I like Patrick Swayze much more. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> he's no Jean Luc Picard uh-huh. though in that Dirty Dancing role. He was oh, a little better. Yeah, Jean Luc is much better though. <laughs> uh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> the time of my life. No, I never felt this way before. Yes, I swear. It's the truth. And I owe it all to you. Oh, baby. I just got here. I just got here. I just got here. You're saying it like, Mm-mm-mm. I just got here. <laughs> Sounds a little, a little offensive. Okay. Uh, so she plays uh, Kumar and she says, So, you think this is just about the burgers, huh? Let me tell you, it's about far more than that. Our parents came to this country escaping persecution, poverty, and hunger. Hunger, Harold. They were very, very hungry. 
They wanted to live in a land that treated them as equals, a land filled with hamburger stands. And not just one type of hamburger, okay? Hundreds of types with different sizes, toppings, and condiments. That land was America. America, Harold, America! Now, this is about achieving what our parents set out for. This is about the pursuit of happiness. This night is about the American dream. Dude, we can stay here, get arrested, end our hopes of ever going to White Castle, or we can take that hang glider and make our leap towards freedom. I leave the decision up to you. And that's my favorite scene. She's the man, man, I'm inspired by that. Uh, that, that. That that was amazing. I, I want to go out there and live the American dream now. Yes. <laughs> uh, I want to go down to Third Avenue and go to White Castle. <laughs> Not really. And then take a shit on the sidewalk. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, did that happen in the movie? No, I don't think so. That, that happened in my movie. <laughs> Did you did you eat at White Castle and take a shit on the sidewalk? Is that how you I did, did one. shit? Wait, you did? Yeah. Explain mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Oh no, you didn't. <laughs> this is getting worse. What do you mean you took a shit at the White Castle sidewalk? Uh, no, I didn't. I, I did not take a shit on the sidewalk, but I, <laughs> I, I ate a bunch of White Castles. I got the Crave case. I don't know if you ever seen that thing. Thirty cheeseburgers with my buddy. I ate yeah. too many there, and. Uh, it was not good when I got back home. Yeah, but I'm wondering if that's what, that's how you avoided going to the bathroom after eating the counter. That pounder in Santa Monica is by shitting on the sidewalk somewhere. That did happen in California, <laughs> yes. I did. It wasn't on the sidewalk. It was in the beach. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> but you know what's, um, uh, what did happen, though? It wasn't a White Castle, but it was a Burger King. Uh, you know, Matt Lundy told me this. He and Caitlin Turnauer, they were in Philadelphia that summer. This was back when they were together. And um, they they were across the street from a Burger King, and they see this um, big fat woman <laughs> across the street. And she, and she and, and Lundy was, like, watching it, like, please tell me this is not actually happening. And he sees her proceed to... Um, Pull down her pants and underwear. Oh my god! Squat down. <laughs> oh my god! Are you serious? And take a dump outside the oh. Burger King on the sidewalk while she's saying, "She a fight back bitch. She a oh fight my back god. bitch." Oh my god! Are you serious? <laughs> what does that mean? You know what that? Oh means? I don't know what that means. God. What does that mean? She a fight back bitch as she's shitting on the sidewalk. I don't even know, but this is scary. Are you serious? This is serious? Yeah, this really, yes, this happened. I'm terrified. I said that as a joke. This is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> she a fight back, bitch. She a fight uh, I back, I would never go back to Burger King at all, ever again. I'll never go back to Philadelphia. I, I Philly is just scares the hell out of me. Well, I love Philadelphia, but people do shit on sidewalks. There. They do do that. Oh they my do-do. God! Who does that? <laughs> Apparently, huh? she's a fight back bitch. I don't know what that even means. It may have been what the same lady. 
Maybe it was the same lady who said, mm-mm-mm, I just got here. Maybe she was talking about the bathroom the whole time. She thought she was on the toilet. That lady got some issues, I'll tell you that. I mean, I peed in the kitchen that same summer in Philadelphia, too. So, you know, we had some issues, me and that lady. I had some issues, too. I used to pee in the sink, and uh, I was also... uh, One time I couldn't make it to the bathroom. I was in a a single unit in the DW, and I took a crap in my trash can. (laughs) It smelled awful. Oh. <laughs> okay, back up a second. You, uh, uh, what do you mean you would pee in the, in the sink? Well, you know, I was in a single in uh, GW and in, in the this bathroom. This was in college. I was hoping it would be like when you were five years old. Okay, continue. No, well, this was in college, man. I I I, I was in the sophomore year, and uh, you had to go quite a ways to go to the showers. You know, maybe maybe like uh, you know, a couple feet to get there, but. Uh, you know, and uh, I was a lazy, lazy son of a bitch, and I, I used to just pee in the sink. <laughs> Did you have a sink? Where was the sink? Yeah, was sorry, it? Sorry, sorry, I should have explained it better. I had a sink in my room. Oh, and thank if you goodness. To take a shower. You had to go to the showers, uh, the communal showers down from, down the hallway. So, yeah. Late at night, I'm just, I'm just peeing my sink. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then you sh- you would shit in your trash. How many times did you take a shit in your trash can? I did that one time, and this, this, I was terrified. I, I I really needed to get to the bathroom, but I don't know what happened. I think I ate too much or something, and I woke up, and I had to go to the bathroom so, so quickly. I didn't have time. I just yeah. did not have the time to get down the hallway. So I had to improvise. Either it was going to go on the floor. Or it's going to go in, in some kind of receptacle. So I took the trash can, and I used the trash can. And Why? it was disgusting. <laughs> and then you I'm guessing you didn't dispose of it right away, and you just left it there for a week or something. No, I, I, I didn't want to dispose of it because it was so embarrassing. It was like, uh, it was like you know, high traffic time. It was like you know, midday. So a lot of people were out in the hallway. I didn't. I didn't want to take out my trash can with crap in it. And uh, so what I did was I left it in my room for a while, and my room smelled so unholy. It was so terrible. Uh, and you can't, that kind of smell you cannot get rid of, no matter what you can do. So I literally had to throw that trash can away. I had to get rid of it. Did you throw it into another trash can? No, what I did, yeah, actually I did. I threw down the big receptacle, down the you know, the receptacle is the wall that's next to the trash chute. And, did you take uh, a shit in the I, trash chute, too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and that's a good idea, actually. Uh, yeah, I just no, I threw down the trash receptacle, and I got rid of it. But the smell remains somehow. I don't know how it remains. Why, why, did, why didn't you shit in the sink? I could have. I, I, it was too big. This 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 dump was too big for the sink. It would have my sink. But you had a big. Much. I remember my trash can in the dorm was very very small. You had a big trash can to take a diary. Yeah, it was, it was pretty big. It was it was sizable. It was like, uh, you know, it was a good good sized trash can. It was it was like a industrial trash can. It was not like one of the big ones, but a bigger trash can than you can buy at a regular you know, on lots or something. 
<laughs> what? And at what point did you um invite over Danny Thomas? <laughs> All the time. Because <laughs> he liked to get shit on, and I, I bet that he would really like it if it was a nice diarrhea. Oh my gosh! Well, this was not this was a solid bump. It was like a like a like a elephant dump. <laughs> I was so lucky. I was so lucky. My uh, neighbors were just potheads, complete potheads, and. They didn't care about anything, and because if it was like a girl or if it was like somebody else there, I think I would have been. I think they would have called the uh, you know campus police or something like that, or <laughs> or or the at least the uh, maintenance people because it smelled so awful. A, a girl or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God those girls weren't around. Um, I, I can. I can, by the way, we're we're one hour down. We got four to go. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. And uh, if you uh, if if you if you if you um, it's weird to like it's it's weird to do the martini thing before the Barbie thing because. I'm so used to it. Let me start again. Let me try and work this out again. I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. And, uh, Do you do any impressions? Uh, <laughs> some. Uh, okay, what's your best one? Good Lord. Uh, trying, to, trying to think. You know, I can do Rip Torn uh, because it has a gravel voice. Ah, somebody owes me a martini. (laughs) Who's that Rip Torn? Yeah, it's funny, though. I actually did meet him. Um, Right, I remember. Um, We were actually having dinner. A good friend of mine um, was doing a play, and his director was Rip Torn's wife, um, his new wife, because his (laughs) old one, um, unfortunately, is long gone, but we had dinner one night, and Rip, I mean, Rip has this history of pretty much being worried that the cops are going to get him, I mean, this whole craziness. Um, Thank God now he's out of rehab, apparently he's doing a lot better than he did, which is, makes me really happy, because he he was a really nice guy, and I enjoyed talking to him, but he was a little drunk, you know, he drank a lot. The wife was a little nervous and I remember he challenged us, all of us, to an arm wrestling match and he beat everybody. When it came to me, I had the grip on him and people were like, oh, oh, like, oh my God, you can't do that to Rip Torn. And so I beat him and after that he sort of says, he says, Somebody owes me a martini, and the whole <laughs> table cracks up. He's like, Somebody owes me a martini. <laughs> Were you the youngest person there? <laughs> yes, I was. That was the ironic part. Do you think that he let you in? No, actually not, because he was really being forceful. <laughs> Yikes. Rip Torn was being forceful with you? Oh my gosh, he's strong, but he didn't exactly beat me, so 
Somebody owes him more game. Okay. Huh? Yeah, somebody owes me a martini. <laughs> and if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that fucking thing? You're going to take your damn 80-year-old turtle, you're going to throw it down the trash chute, and you're going to sing it a song while it's falling down that big, long, hallway trash kingdom. Sing, <laughs> bye, bye, Mr. American, bye. Told my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Yeah, yeah. The good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye. Singing, this will be the day that my turtle dies. Singing, this will be the day my turtle dies. <laughs> do, do the rest of the ten minutes. Uh, you write okay. the book of love. da 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 <laughs> There's that that office episode where Michael and Dwight start singing it at a cemetery and it's daylight, and then they like go fast flash forward and it's nighttime and they're still and they just ended it at night. It's great. Good night, weeks. Good night, everybody. Good night.